It's another Micro Action Monday on Studio Class. Divas, I only want the best for you. I want your whole diva experience to be you living your best healthy, wealthy, and wise life. So today, your micro action, yes, is about exercise, but I wanna be very clear about this because I am not at all here to be body negative, right? We are about body positivity up in studio class life because, listen, this industry has gotten around, you know, being cruel to people about, about their bodies for entirely too long. And that's not what we're about here. So now that we've gotten that, you know, clear between the two of us, I wanted to say that I know the difference in my body when I am feeling, when I am feeling committed to health and energy. And I know that you, you know that in your body too. So I trust that you are going to take care of that. And I will not tell you what size you need to be. I will not tell you what shape you need to be. None of that exists here. I want you to be whatever size and shape you are. I just want to know that you are taking care of <laughs> these one and only meat suits that we get to have in this life. So <laughs> uh, I, I really want you to be thinking about, about yourself as as a temple, as an athlete, whatever it is that helps you perform your best, that's what I'm bringing to the table today. So yes, your micro action today is to figure out how you want to bring exercise into your life if you're not, or to, to refine what kind of exercise you're doing in your life right now so that you're, you're being your most energetic self. One of my favorites, I wanted to tell you this, that uh, Brendan Burchard's uh, High Performance Habits is a book that I come back to time and time again. And one of the chapters that he talks about, or one of the chapters is about raising energy or committing to energy. And, and this is a very similar conversation, which, you know, it's where he talks about committing to exercise, committing to eating well, that kind of stuff, because you want to be available for all of the best things in your life. And I want you to eat like you love yourself. I want you to work out like you love yourself. That's what I tell myself when I'm, you know, when I need to hear it. And so that's what I'm going to pass on to you. Classical singing requires, you know, poise, coordination, fine motor skills, all sorts of stuff. And, and it requires a lot of mental and physical energy, right? You are out there making it happen. <laughs> vocally you want to make sure that like the breath is there to support you you are also moving around on stage quite a bit so I really want you to find that sense of health and wellness within yourself we also know that having a cold getting sick those kinds of things can mean the difference between landing the gig and not having a paycheck so I know that this is one of those things where I bring a lot of health and wellness into my life because I really want to be able to perform at my best at any given time. So I'm thoughtful about that, even 
pre-pandemic, I think, you know, singers were always washing their hands, like, you know, wearing a mask, your humidifier, whatever it is that you want. (laughs) So physical exercise is also one of those things that helps me stay healthy because my body is functioning and, you know, taking care of, taking care of toxins and things like that. So I'm not, I'm, I am also not the kind of person that tells you to go on any sort of cleanse or whatever. That's your body is such an amazing instrument. Let it do it. Let it do its job. So, I do want you to consider devoting yourself to just regular movement and and supporting yourself cardiovascularly. Because it's going to do wonders for your breath control and your training mindset. Woohoo! I want to take a heartfelt moment to thank Sarah and Josh for being part of the Sybaritic Camerata Listening Circle on Patreon. They're helping bring you this episode right now. <laughs> if you'd like to join them, head on over to patreon.com slash That's M-E-Z-Z-O-I-H-N-E-N. Now, let's get back to the show. So... I'm not going to advocate that you jump on a treadmill this minute and just work out for the sake of working out. I really want you to think about being intentional about it. Are you wanting to improve your alignment? Are you wanting to improve your stamina? Stamina? Stamina. Funny. Stamina and lucidity. Maybe I need to go work out right now. (laughs) So if you... (laughs) And if you're not feeling it, maybe just do it for the endorphins alone. I, you know, (laughs) there's such a strong sense of accomplishment that can come from completing a workout that, that sometimes you just get hooked on, on those good feelings. And let's be honest, we all need, we all need a chance to give ourselves a, a gold star for getting something done. And so sometimes a good workout can be that thing when when the rest of your life is feeling a little topsy-turvy. So I want you to be thinking about either, you know, lots of singers turn to yoga, they turn to running. In fact, I'm going to tell you, tell you a couple stories about this is that running was, was my gateway drug into kind of working out consistently low though those many years ago in undergrad and I didn't I wasn't doing it at first and I remember a J term I don't know if you've had this experience but J you know I was in a 414 school so it was like a fall semester a J term and a spring semester and I remembered that I was getting ready for perhaps a a junior recital I don't know and and I took that J term and I just decided you know I had access to this gym and I had a little bit more time because of the way that a J term is structured. And I just decided I was going to commit to running on a treadmill. And I wasn't meeting with my voice teacher during that because of the, because of the J term, you know, structure. But I remember coming back after that, having had this experience of working out consistently, thinking about, you know, lung capacity, getting better at something. And it was really helping not only my physical stamina, but it was helping me practice. It was helping me train for my recital. I remember coming back after that J term and my voice teacher being like, what happened to you in a good way, right? She was asking me, you know, you seem so much more confident with these, with these phrases. You seem so much more in control of, of your breath and how that's working, breath management and just understanding. And she was like, and you've made a lot of progress on your repertoire. So 
my own experience was was influenced by by that early you know running experience running has been a thing has been an activity that I've come back to time and time again uh you know I'll kind of go through phases so there are times where I've been training for you know a marathon or half marathons and then there are times where I'm not running at all and I'm doing a different kind of activity right uh I think as I mentioned lots of us turn to yoga I have another similar experience where you can see I kind of get into these like month-long binges of things. I don't know. (laughs) I think mainly it's because I'm able to identify a time period and commit to something. And then I just take the benefits of that and try to incorporate incorporate it more into my daily life after that. But I I had an August once upon a time in which uh, I got like a a month long pass, you know, an unlimited classes at a yoga studio. And I just loved it. And so I ended up going, I think, like every, every day for a month. And I had so many just little tiny breakthroughs during those yoga classes about alignment, about breath, about all sorts of stuff, you know, even just the inner work, even just my mindset about things during those yoga classes, that boy, did it pay off. And one of the things that I wanted to tell you is that technically I had I had a moment in that yoga class that was being mirrored by something that my voice teacher at the time was asking me to do. And we were talking a lot about staying lifted in the sternum so that I wasn't collapsing in those kind of mid mid rib area so that I wasn't collapsing as I was breathing. I was staying, you know, staying lifted so that I could have that nice expansive expansive breath. So thinking about that, I mean, that may or may not be something that is useful to you. But it was something that I was working on in one area of my life. And then it clicked because of doing this activity, I was able to really understand that in the yoga class, I had a yoga, yoga teacher that was saying, like, keep your shoulder blades flat, like flatten your shoulder blades. And that was the thing that helped me understand like when I'm lifting, lifted sternum, flat shoulder blades, it helped me find that relaxed, lifted position rather than a tense, lifted position. And I was able to really incorporate that into my vocal practice as well as my yoga practice. So it doesn't matter to me which activity you pick. I really just want you to pick something that is supportive of your health and function, and then use that to kind of infuse, you know, your your musical practice, whatever it is. So I'm really looking for things that help reinforce, you know, vocal concepts like alignment and breath control, all sorts sorts of good stuff like that. So maybe, you know, like I said, yoga or running might be super boring to you. Totally fine, branch out into like other activities. I mean, healthy and strong is what I'm going for here. And you're going to you're going to know how important that core is to your work because you already know that because of good singing. So the core really helps you coordinate everything when you're in that vocal production. And so you know, this core work is going to influence not only how you look and feel about yourself, I suppose, but the fact that you're able to positively affect your instrument. 
are, we are, as singers, we are biological instruments. And I actually think this of everybody, but singers more so, we are biological instruments. And from day to day, our instrument changes because of the fact that it is our bodies and how we sleep, how we work out, how we fuel ourselves all contribute to how that instrument is doing, the health and wellness of your instrument. So don't neglect that, you know, embrace your body, like practice like you love yourself, eat like you love yourself, work out like you love yourself. That's it. That's it. That's all I want from this. I really just want you to incorporate that idea of I am raising energy because I know that it's necessary for the musical work that I want to do in this life. So until next time, divas, stay sparkly inside and out. Thanks for joining me for Micro Action Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan, and you can find me on all the socials at Mezzo Enan. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that studio class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks. It means a lot to me.